You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. This is Dare to Life show, and this is Sister Lavina Francis Panet. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart, and I'm also the coordinator for Religious Vocations Ministries for the Office uh, for Religious in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And with me in person today is Father Mike Scherchel. He is the pastor of St. Hubert's in Hoffman Estates. Welcome, Father Mike. Thank you, Sister. And Father Mike actually it, um, is here with me um, also uh, because Father Mike has always supported uh, Kava and the work for, of um, Vocation Ministry. And in fact, well, I'm, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, but I just wanted to say that um, not only is this uh, pastor of uh, uh, St. Hubert's, you've also served as uh, one of the board members for the Chicago Archdiocese and Vocation Association, otherwise known as CAVA. So why don't you introduce yourself, probably like your ministry role and maybe, you know, your uh, uh, being a pastor, but also before being a pastor, what your role was in the past? Yeah, so I've been a priest about uh, 15 years now. So, um, but all that time, um, I've always been involved in somehow in vocation work. Um, and uh, so from the very uh, first few years of, of the priesthood, I was at St. William's as an associate pastor. But I worked under Father uh, Joe Noonan as well. He was the vocation director at mm -hmm. the time. And um, there was assistant vocation directors in each of the vicariates. So I was one of those. So I did that for a while. And then for six years, I was asked to be... Um, Director of Recruitment at St. Joseph College Seminary. And so I w worked with young men coming into the seminary to, to pursue and discern priesthood at that point in their life when they were in, in college. So those were some really, really good years and some great years to be with them and to journey with them. And then I became a pastor of St. Hubert. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it's so interesting because I remember, you know, uh, as part of CAVA, before I got the uh, job of being co coordinator, you have already, in, in a way, um, direct, either indirectly or directly, have worked with the religious uh, mm -hmm. vocation ministers. And who was the first person that you met that you kind of partnered with in CAVA? Um, well, it was through the... Um, and the way that Kava uh, runs, a lot of it is there's through committee work, and and one of the committees is um, local parish work. So, so I worked with that group at the time, the the sisters and the brothers that were part of that 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 group and that committee. And that the goal for that was how do you um, 
foster a sense of vocations in, in parishes. And so one of the ways is through presence and through being there and being witnesses of, of that. Um, because we do know that, you know, it has to start, the vocation starts in a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's kind of nurtured in a family, but also absolutely through the parish. Right. Um, and so uh, Pope Francis calls the parish a family of families. And so, um, you know, so the parish is a real important place where where it can be realized uh, right. if there's support of it and there's talk about it and 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 uh, young men and women can see it as as an uh, as a real alternative for their life or a choice for their life, you know, and that that's a good choice and a good choice to make and a normal choice to make and that's something different but something fulfilling and meaningful. Right. Right. And I think it's just so important for young people. I remember when I was really young, I really had no idea what direction my life was going. And that is a critical time to get some help, uh, Mm -hmm. to be accompanied uh, by our mentors. And well, it would have been not necessarily like for recruitment per se, but just a guidance, some sort of guidance. But Mm -hmm. um, you have some studies that you are here to share with us. Um. Yes, yeah, because it's it is really important for young people to realize that this is a normal choice. And I was I've been thinking about it for a long time. But you know, we grow up, um, and people ask us, "Who do you want to be when you grow up?" Right. And um, and really, it, it's so mind-boggling um, that the choices that you discover. But it's a different thing. What the church wants us to do is ask, "What does God? Who does God want me to be? And how mm-hmm. can I love?" best in this world and fulfill the commandment that we all have, our baptismal uh, uh, commandment to love. And, um, you know, it's very different when when you ask God, what do you want me to be versus what do I want to be? Right. And so um, so it's kind of looking at that and always planting that idea mm-hmm. into people's minds because um, there is really good news out there in yeah. that um, – young people are actually still open to it mm-hmm. uh, and considering it. So um, recently the um, Office of Catholic Schools mm-hmm. has, uh, they survey uh, students and parents and teachers um, each year, they've mm-hmm. been doing the last few years, um, about Catholic education. But the, the Catholic piece that's different, it's called the Five Essential Survey. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Catholic piece is um, asking Catholic uh, students, have you thought about religious life? And so the superintendent at the time, Jim Rigg, made sure he had that question in there uh, to see what are young people thinking, because it's really helpful. And um, this past year, uh, when they when they did that, so, so they asked the students, um, have you ever thought about a religious vocation? Mm-hmm. And um, how many times a year do you think about it? So... It, the the statistics tell us, um, on average, about fifty three percent of students are thinking about it in the grade schools, mm-hmm. um, at least once a year. And then, as you go through the uh, different levels, um, when you ask once a day, it's still about eleven percent. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's about right. And mm-hmm. so, um, so we know it's on their minds, right. and that's archdiocesan wide, and that was just recently. Right. So, um, so we know it's on their minds. So now. How do you um, allow, how can a parish, how can a school kind of bring that forward to someone who's really seriously thinking right. about it? And even if you're not going to pursue the religious life, what's good is can you, we validate the people who are? 
instead of kind of putting it out there as a strange choice mm -hmm. for people to make, which sometimes that comes forth in the culture, is that this is a beautiful choice to make. And why wouldn't we want to support someone who wants to do this in their life? Yes. And I think we find what I found in the parish is that people do celebrate that. You know, they, they value that. Mm -hmm. And so when someone says, I want to pursue it, uh, there's actually a lot of support especially right. at the parish level for that. You know, uh, what I find interesting, and uh, I, I first got the report from Melissa Link, who is a director for Mission Identity in the Office for Catholic Schools. And when she presented it to us, what she pointed us uh, to us was the fact that the schools where the students actually had a high percentage of saying that they think about God and that they think about a vocation in religious life and um, in service in the church, of being a priest or a sister or a brother or, um, or someone who's ordained or even as a, a lay ecclesial leader, are those that um, whose staff and uh, parish leaders and school leaders uh, are visible and are supportive. And so they, they look to the adults, to their leaders, to the staff, the faculty. And if they are exposed to uh, any religious uh, or ordained people in their life, then that's the highest. And one other thing is social justice and social um, awareness in the society. So it just seems like I think that is a very important aspect of um, what we need to put forth there as well as like having programs in the parish. And I was looking at your website, Father Mike, and you are very active in terms of engaging people, including um, young people. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, the, the, the witness is an, a very, very powerful thing. And, and when you, whenever you talk to someone who's discerning, and you know, you know this very well, you know, they always point to somebody uh, that was a role model to them or someone who was a strong witness and that it was compelling, and and because it gives them an an opportunity to see that oh, I can do this too. You know, mm -hmm. I I can see this in myself. You don't you don't have to be a, um, you know that we have those images of the saints with the halos around us. But really, you know, we live in the world, right. the world, and we are we live with the, within the problems of everyday life, and right. and you can still have God in your life, and you still can choose God and and choose that for. For, for life. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're blessed because St. Hubert has, a, has an interesting um, uh, diversity in the parish life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Taste of St. Hub Hubert's you've had in, as a tradition, but you also tacked into there an opportunity uh, for religious and seminarians to be available. Um, now, we're in, in about two minutes, we're going to be taking a short break, but I think we can talk a little bit more. Uh, and then when we come back, maybe talk a little bit more about Taste of St. Hubert. So other mm -hmm. than uh, Taste of St. Hubert's, which we'll be talking about after we get back from the break uh what other programs do you have um well just a little maybe just just really sure. briefly about our, our community because uh we have um we really foster a sense of vocations we have a strong marriage ministry mm -hmm. um which is really important not just for marriage prep but also marriage enrichment Wonderful. um we have just worshiping with us each weekend we have two sisters from the poor um, handmaids of Jesus Christ that okay. come and worship with yes. us. And we have Alexian brothers because they're in our area. Uh. They come to worship with us every weekend. And then we have, of course, our deacons 
And we also have a parish that has a consecrated virgin as well. Wow. So um, we try to celebrate the diversity of our, mm-hmm. of our, our community mm-hmm. and, our, and our parish life. That's wonderful because that provides uh, a well-rounded uh, vocation awareness for everyone. That, as you s- mentioned earlier, it's not just some strange option. It is like this whole gamut uh, and diversified way to choose where where am I being called to be? Mm-hmm. So and then also when we get back, um, other than talking about taste of, of St. Hubert's, which I missed um, because I was away at the time, but also about this special um, young woman who actually joined a, a religious. Um, uh, I, th- I believe the Salesian community that mm-hmm. you have supported all along. Mm-hmm. And so we're going into a, a short break. And then after we come back, we're going to talk about Taste of St. Hubert's, the vocation fair, and about uh, Sister Jasmine. Can we call her Sister Jasmine now? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back. Don't go away, folks. Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. I feel special. (laughs) I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicago.org slash findaschool. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you.
And we are back to Dare to Love show. I am Sister Lavina, and our guest today is Father Mike Churchill, pastor of St. Hubert's in Hoffman Estates. And we were just talking about how St. Hubert's is um, very much the whole community of St. Hubert's, um, especially led by uh, Father Mike here, who's also, by the way, um, part of CAVA, uh, serving as a uh, board member. And for so many years, did you say for for um, maybe over twenty years that you've you've been working on vocation ministry, and now at Saint Hubert's, your community is very much involved in vocation awareness and promoting that awareness that there's a lot of options for young people nowadays. One of which is Saint uh, the Taste of Saint Hubert's. Can you tell us a, a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, I mean that that's a, a really a beautiful event that happens annually um, at the parish, and it's really just a way to celebrate the different um, cultures that are present in our community. So we have a large Filipino presence. We have a large Indian uh, presence. We have um, people from India. We have Polish mm-hmm. presence, and um, so all, all kinds of different different ethnic groups. And so we it's an ability to come together, celebrate our diversity, and, and share the food that uh, we all grew up with and love. So so it's a really nice thing. But uh, also this year, we wanted to to show the diversity of religious life within our community. So I had mentioned before the break that just the different, um, you know, religious life um, that we can celebrate in, our, in the midst of our own parish, which was very eye-opening f- for a lot of people. And so one of the things we did is we, we invited religious um, sisters and brothers to come and to pray with us and then to enjoy the evening with us. So uh, they were able to, uh, we introduced them and then they, they intermingled with all of the parishioners at the, um, at the party that followed, the taste that followed. So it was a real, really nice thing and people really loved that, that, to get to know them and to see them. And then the next day we had a, a parish vocation fair where, th- where we introduced them at every Mass and they were able to talk to people in a casual way after a Mass. So. That's great. And also, as an example of your support for uh, vocation awareness and for those who are discerning um, and feeling called and invited to join a religious community, you've been working with this young lady, Jasmine. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I'll, I'll always remember the day when she came up and a little timid and said that she really wanted to explore religious life. Mm-hmm. And um, she's very young, um, and so it was just a, a great thing. And, and so we connected her through Kava, and, uh, but she had been also discerning on her own. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, she decided that she wanted, wanted to, to pursue this uh, in, a, in a deeper way. And so she, she found a community, mm-hmm. and she, uh, she entered, and we've just been trying to support her and okay. love her and show her uh, you know, that this is, I know, just to support right. her. And you interviewed doing. her. And um, yeah. Mike May, who is our, uh, our, our our sound engineer today, uh, and sitting with him, by the way, is Sister Kathy McNulty, uh, whom I used to work with and now works with uh, uh, preschool children. And mm. she's just visiting today. So she's keeping Mike company. But Mike is going to show us the video of the interview um, that Father Mike did with um, Sister Jasmine. Yeah, so we've been sharing these videos uh, as she's gone through the process. So this is when she entered, I think, a, um, a, a diff- this her second year. Oh, so it's like yeah. a follow-up. Yeah. Wonderful. How exciting. So, um, Mike?
everyone, look who's back. Hi! Jazzy's back uh, for a little bit of a break, and so we thought we'd just see how things were going. How did your year go? Well, my year went by really fast, um, but it was beautiful. There are many little blessings. Um, it wasn't always easy. Uh, I've learned a lot about living in community life. So I had my ups and downs, um, but overall, it was a huge blessing to experience and go through this. So what kinds of things did you do this past year? Oh, okay, that I can answer. So this past year, um, I did a lot of studying. So I had different classes that I went to. Um, some of the classes were learning about our founder and co-founder. Um, some of them were learning about music, others, different types of way to pray. There are so many different types of way to pray that I didn't quite know all of them, but I learned a lot about that. Um, as well as um, we did, I had an apostolate that I got to experience. So I got to work with kids on a virtual oratory um, from five years old to 14 years old, which is pretty cool. Um, I got to meet kids from all over in different parts of the country. So we had Mexico too and Canada. Uh, I also got to work with kids in a school setting. So with kindergartners, I got to experience that, some like an assistant of sorts. And then just play around with them in the playground and have fun and different things like that. Okay, so what's next for you? What's uh, oh. on the horizon? Okay, so I recently wrote a petition, which is like a, a letter asking to be accepted for the next year and so the second year because my first year is now done the second year we call postulancy and so for postulancy i just i recently got accepted and so that's next for me i will be heading back to new jersey and working at a summer camp and then around august i'll be heading to california and starting postulancy new studies new experience and meeting new people <laughs> Okay, and I know you've been staying in touch with some of the people from St. Hubert. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how, how that's been for you to hear from us. Um, it has felt so much like home. <laughs> it has felt so much like home and hearing, like hearing from family members, but with people that I've never met but are impacted by this, by this and what God's doing in my life. Um, it has been so beautiful to meet so many different people through letters. So if you want, please write to me. I'll write back. <laughs> okay, also, um, what have been some of the blessings and some of the challenges that you've had so far? So some of the challenges as I'm sure we all experience, um, is COVID. We didn't get to experience a formation, which is what they call a year of study. Um, we didn't get to experience it like they have done in the past. So this was entirely new. We had to, um, it felt limited in some ways, but the blessing was that we still got to experience something. And what we did get to experience, it was all the more richer because it was just God at work um, in in everything, and even the littlest littlest uh, event that typically you'd be like, okay, whatever. It was a huge blessing. Um, another challenge that I faced uh, was being was discerning, uh, which is absolutely normal. Um, but I have to keep asking myself, oh, and God, 
course, because God decides, um, is this where you want me? Is this, do I feel called to this community? Do I feel like I fit to this apostolate, which is the work that I do, which is with kids and teaching and playing and uh, fostering the environment and leading them to Christ and leading Christ to them. Um, so I have to keep asking myself these questions and asking God and spending time in prayer um, and just some quiet time so you can pray on your own and hear God. Yeah, we know you also are um, an expert in sign language. Oh, and that yes. you're an interpreter for the deaf. Um, can you uh, maybe teach us some more? Uh, Certainly. Maybe just, you know, during the Mass we say, peace be with you. Right? Okay. And so, um, and also, and with your spirit, right? So how, so if you could only could use your signs, how would you say that to one another? Okay, so. That's peace be with you. So you make your hands like this. You put it kind of like it's a, an L, but an upside down V. Then you're gonna smoosh it together, then smoosh it away from each other. That's peace. And then if you get your thumbs up, but you put your thumbs on your hand, you put it together, that's with. And then you, you could just sign you as a person. So you do peace be with you. And then the response is with your spirit. We, you know, with, so we go with the same thing, with. And then your, you put these fingers together, this finger out, and you push it, your. And then spirit, you can choose. This is where you can get fancy. You can choose your pointer or your middle finger. And then you put this one kind of out, like there's a little hole. And then you do spirit or spirit, whatever you're comfortable with. So peace be with you and with your spirit. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, God bless you as you return and um, Thank you. our prayers are with you. Thank you very much. And I'm praying for all of you too. I loved it. Uh, I, this must be like the third time that I've seen that video. Um, and I love that, uh, that entire, you know, um, peace be with you, you know, and, and also, uh, let's see, also with you. Oh, wait. And the spirit. <laughs> and May with the spirit, spirit be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a good teacher, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's really good with children. So that's her. She her seems so happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to personally thank you for being that support for Jassy and for uh, anybody else, the young people that are in much need of just a listening ear. And that's who you are and the people at St. Hubert's. Um, we have like maybe two more minutes left. Is there anything that you would like um, to say to others to encourage them, uh, young people and uh, adults alike? Yeah, I guess... Um for the parishes out there, I think one of the good things is to, again, uh, to, to continue to talk about it. There's times during the um, year that it's naturally fitting, fits in. And in the fall, we have National Vocation Awareness Week. Mm -hmm. So those are important moments. We have the World Day of Prayer uh, for vocations in the spring. There's Good Shepherd Sunday. There's just kind of natural cycles within the year to just promote it and make sure you have a bulletin board there with all of the opportunities because that's what Jazzy was telling us is 
that was important to her to know where to find events uh -huh. and how to link in. And so a parish can find those opportunities. But for the young person uh, who's considering it, you have to know that you're not alone. And um, there's so much help and support for you to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people that are trying to to work with you and um, not to be afraid because uh, it's natural. It, right. And when you know what you're doing, what God wants you to do, exactly. it comes with peace and yeah. joy and um you live a happy life. You know? That's right. Thank you so yeah. much for that advice. So young folks, you're uh, listening to Father Mike. Don't be afraid. Just uh, come right out and let us know. Um, if you want to, um, to contact us, you can always go to our website at vocationscava.org. That's vocationscava.org. God bless everybody. Thank you again, Father Mike, for being here. Thank and you. I hope you'll come back. Thank you. And God much. bless uh, to St. Hubert's, too. Oh, thank, you. thank you, Mike May. Thank you, Sister Kathy. They're out there. grace to love and to be faithful, to be more like you. Here I am. Did I hear you call my name? Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media. <laughs>